What is innovation? Why does it matter? Innovation. It's a word you can't escape. But we've got a problem with it. Because it's everywhere. Take 30 seconds on any company website and you'll see that magic word. You know the kind of thing. Innovation driving the business. Innovation working for the customers. Innovation, innovation, innovation. Everywhere you go, it's innovation. And these days in the public sector, it's the same story. How do we deal with the huge challenges we've got? Well, that's simple. Right now, all the politicians are telling us what we need is more innovation. What about social change? Same story. How do we make the world a better, a safer, a more sustainable place? The answer is innovation. Now, there's nothing wrong with innovation. It's a hugely important thing. But just as a word or a slogan, it's meaningless. If we're serious about it, then we need to learn how to manage it. So, what is innovation? Well, a simple definition is that it's all about creating value from ideas. And that value could be commercial value, making a lot of money, or it could be social value, making the world a better place, or some combination of the two. Let's look at a few examples. One obvious one is the smartphone which has been pretty impressive in terms of its impact on society, as well as making the fortunes of businesses like Apple, Samsung and Huawei. But so too was something several hundred years before, the printing press. As revolutionary in its time as the smartphone, in terms of changing the way we communicate with each other, and arguably triggering all sorts of political and social change as a result. Now, flying these days is a common experience, but it owes a lot to the Wright brothers and their early attempts to create value from their ideas. But not just their ideas. The innovation of flying dates at least 400 years before to Leonardo da Vinci and his early sketches and takes in many other innovators along the way. People like George Cayley, Otto Lilienthal, Samuel Langley, Gustav Whitehead. Perhaps not such famous names, but important in the innovation history. Now, none of us, or many of us, would not be around if we didn't have all the range of pharmaceuticals, particularly things like antibiotics, which have become so important since the war. Or think about Henry Ford with his Model T, giving the world a new means of transportation. A car for every man at a price every man can afford. A stream of innovations which a new wave of entrepreneurs a century later, people like Elon Musk, are continuing to explore. But innovation isn't just about these purely commercial things. This is a product, M-Pesa, developed originally in Kenya as a joint venture with Vodafone and the British Department for International Development. It allows individuals to use a mobile phone to move money around using the idea of transferring mobile credits. Now, around half the gross domestic product in Kenya now runs across this platform. It's mobile money. It's really changed in a world where banking for most people didn't exist. And now it's a world where mobile money is quite normal. Or this product, something none of us thankfully have ever had to use. It's a bit like Nutella, a super concentrated version available in a sachet. 
but it's used to help extremely malnourished children in a famine situation. Quite literally, a lifesaver. Or these young lads, having a whale of a time, sucking up a refreshing drink of water. The water they're actually bathing in is not clean, it's pretty dangerous, full of bacteria. But the life straw product that they're sucking it through allows them to get clean water. Water and sanitation are huge problems in the area of humanitarian aid and another space in which we need innovations, this time to create social value. Now, innovation doesn't happen by accident. It's certainly not like the cartoons, where the light bulb, bing, flashes on above someone's head. That's not innovation. That's the idea which might create value. But in order for innovation to create value, a lot more has to happen. It's a journey. It's a voyage towards value creation. Now, the good news is that we do know quite a lot about it. We've been studying this for at least a hundred years. All sorts of researchers have been digging away, trying to find out what makes a successful innovation. And many companies, from startups through to large established organizations, have found out, sometimes the hard way, what works and what doesn't. So we can learn from their experience about how to manage innovation. It's also worth asking who's making this journey. And the answer, it's entrepreneurs. It's a strange word, comes from the French, meaning someone who undertakes something. The important point is that entrepreneurs are the agents of innovation. As the writer Peter Drucker put it, innovation is what entrepreneurs do. And they do it in many different contexts. We're certainly very familiar with the startup. It's all around us these days, and we've got plenty examples of such entrepreneurs. People like Jack Ma, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs. But that's not the only way in which entrepreneurs work. They're also critical in growing organizations. After all, every large organization today was, once upon its time, a startup. But it wasn't just a one-trick pony. They had to learn to develop many different new ideas and create value with them. And to do that, they needed entrepreneurs. And social innovators, people who want to change the world. Again, they're change agents, agents of innovation, entrepreneurs. In fact, anyone and everyone who wants to make change happen is potentially an entrepreneur. Again, let's look at some examples. This gentleman is Armancio Ortega. And in 1974, he was out on his bicycle in the western part of Spain, pedalling around, trying to organise the manufacture and sale of nightwear. Of course, he's better known these days as one of the richest men in the world, the founder of a huge organisation, Inditex, one of whose many brands is the great clothing store Zara. Well, here is William Proctor and James Gamble. Mr. Proctor was an English candle maker who decided to emigrate to the United States and set up a business there in Cincinnati. James Proctor was an Irishman who'd originally apprenticed himself to a soap maker. But today, these two who decided to team up have grown a company into something much bigger than their startup. It's now one of the largest in the world, and it's pretty much impossible to go into a supermarket without seeing hundreds of their very wide range of products. 
or some more examples. In 1994, Jeff Bezos had an interesting idea for online book selling. But of course, his startup has grown into one of the biggest companies in the world, one of the first to have a turnover of over a trillion dollars. And on the other side of the world, Jack Ma in China in 1999 had an interesting idea. Again in the online world, this time something which led eventually to the creation of the huge and highly successful Alibaba platform. Another example, this time very much from the world of social innovation. This gentleman, Dr. Venkataswamy, way back in 1976, retired from his post as an eye surgeon, deciding to dedicate the rest of his life to a particular problem. How to take cataract surgery to the people in poor villages throughout India who were unable to afford the cost of that operation. His response to the challenge, which was effectively to bring reliable, low-cost healthcare to people who couldn't otherwise afford it, was successful. And as a result, something like 12 million people today are able to see, who would otherwise have gone blind. So, let's summarise where we've been in this short film. Innovation is all about creating value from ideas. It's a journey, not a light bulb moment. Entrepreneurs are the people who make the journey, make change happen. And they do it in many different contexts. But we're all potential entrepreneurs. So it's worth learning the skills of how we make innovation happen.